need your prayers. Uh, <coughs> I've got some things on my heart. Seem like some of the thoughts I've had for the funeral uh, Friday there that's coming up. And I, some of these thoughts here I've been having on my heart, and I wondered if maybe it's for the funeral, and, and I just couldn't get it off my heart for tonight, uh, some of them. And, and, and who knows, the Lord may preach me the same way uh, Friday as he does tonight. That'll be all right. But just had some thoughts. Don't know if we'll preach. Don't know if we'll kindly go through some of our thoughts and just talk about them. Just really don't know tonight. But I uh, want to maybe start reading over in the book of Acts. <coughs> And like I say, we desire you prayers tonight. <clears throat> but uh, in the fifth chapter, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you where. Uh, fifth chapter of the book of Acts. And we're on a very familiar spot right here in this, but I, I just really want to kind of cover one verse in particular. But but we know here how that the apostles had been... Uh, uh, taken and put in prison and everything here and, and persecuted and, and all these different things and and, and as it come on down uh, we know how the angel of the Lord uh, let them out of the prison and they, they was back out there preaching again they they took them back in there and, 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 and Yuns knows the story probably as well as I do and I've preached from here and talked about it many a time but David there's a point right here in this that where Gamaliel stood up on their behalf and he spoke of these other men that had come before them and, and all these things and, 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 and they decided to turn them out and realized if it was of God they didn't need to be fighting against it but, but sort of where our heart is is down here maybe about, about uh, uh, I'll read maybe to the 39th and, uh, and the, all through the 42nd but <clears throat> verses <clears throat> and it said but if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it, lest haply ye be found even to fight against God. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And daily in the temple and, and in every house they cease not to teach and to preach Jesus Christ. And, and uh, uh, these verses is where my heart was because it's truly thinking on uh, right there in that 41st uh, uh, verse. He said, and they departed from the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. And, 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 and I want to turn over, uh, if you would, over into to 1 Peter and read maybe just a little bit too. And, and uh, the, that word suffer, that just means to feel or to bear uh, something painful. And to go through something painful. And, and, and we see there in that chapter how that the, uh, uh, the, the apostles, after they were beaten, after they was just uh, 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 in prison and all these other things, and, and they left there able to rejoice in the suffering, being able to suffer for the name of Jesus. And, and that's sort of where I was at, and that's why I, 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 I'm, I'm so thankful the way the Lord works things. Mark sung a song, I'm no stranger to the valley, I've been there before. Uh, Judy's talking about the heaviness and all the things we suffer through and, 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 the, and the things we worry about in this life. And, and, and a lot of times it's, 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 it's people coming against us. It's, it's just different things that brings our suffering and our pain and, and those things that we have to bear in this life. But, but I got to thinking in this and what I got to thinking on a, a little bit, and, and I want us to truly examine our lives tonight, is, is why are we suffering? What, what are we suffering for uh, uh, in this thing? Why, Jenny, am I suffering? Is it for the cause of Christ or is there another reason? A lot of times we, we put off on that we're suffering for the cause of Christ when it may not be. We may have brought a few things on ourselves sometimes. And, and we, we claim it to, as a victory and that we're suffering for Christ. And a lot of times 
It's from our own self-will and it's from our own disobediences and our own places that we've went astray from where God would have us to be. We need to truly examine this. Because I'm going to give you some example of why. If the Lord got this on my heart, that they is able to rejoice in suffering. And I'll tell you what, half the time, and, and me included, half the time, you know, I've got a little old saying, people will ask me sometimes, I'm being silly half the time, during the day, they'll say, they'll say, how's everything going? And I'll say, well, pretty good, but there's a lot of day left, and something can happen before the day's out. And that's just a little saying I say, but half the time, that's sort of the way I feel, because I think by the end of the day, something's going to go haywire. That ought not be the heart of a child of God. Just, uh, the things that we that we suffer down here, if we suffer for for Christ, we can rejoice. I can go through that, and yes, it's going to be a hardship. But I, I don't think anybody could stand there and get beat and just just completely not 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 feel the pain and not be under the load, not be bearing the, the stress of what's going on. But when you walk away from that moment, you can look back and rejoice that you suffered for the name of Christ. If it's truly in our walk with God, we can rejoice in those things. When people persecute us, when people talk about us, when people uh, uh, come against the church, when we see things happen like that, there can be some rejoicing in those times that, that God's at work. These men were able to rejoice. They suffered for the name of Christ. They had an opportunity to spread the gospel. And in their being, they took, they took that for the name of Christ. They got to stand before some of the greatest leaders of that day and proclaim the name of Jesus. Got to preach the gospel. Would that not be something? To be able to stand before uh, the great leaders of our nation and, and, and maybe, maybe you're going to get beat. Maybe you're going to get sent to prison. Maybe you're going to get uh, face some harsh things. But to be able to tell them that Jesus loves them. That's something to rejoice in. That's something that we should be happy in. Spreading His name. But I'm going I'm to get into this. If the Lord will help us. <clears throat> Uh, we want to read it maybe over here in First Peter, and uh, I think in the third chapter a little bit. Let me find where I want to start reading. Uh, let me start in the twelfth verse, our third chapter. <clears throat> he said, "For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous." And his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you if ye be followers of, of that which is good? But, and if ye suffer for righteousness sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as, evil, as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. And I got to thinking on those things right there. About just, just everything that's said. We should be ready at all times to give an answer, Judy, when we're going through them low points of the hope that we've got. Not of the, boy, I just don't know why everything's just falling in. Not that. Not the... This, this world's going to pieces and then just all this is happening. And that, all, but give an answer to the hope that's in you. Of why those things are not tearing the church down. Why those things are not destroying you. Because he said when we go through those things, happy are you. We can rejoice through what we go through. And if we get to do, if we get to suffer, listen to this, listen. He said, having a good conscience 
that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Have we got a good conscience? What, what, and I look, here's the word conscience is in, internal or self knowledge or judgment of right and wrong. And let me go on down before I get, take my glasses off. For it is better if the will of God be so that ye suffer for well doing than for evil doing. So see there, we've got two things we can suffer for. We can suffer for well doing or we can suffer for evil doing. And it's better that we suffer for well-doing. A lot of times we get so consumed within ourselves and we're chasing every other thing of the world. God gets the back seat and we're suffering more because we've been chasing our own lusts, our own fleshly desires, than we're truly suffering for coming to church, than we're truly suffering for, for reading our Bible, for standing for what's right. Because I'm telling you, if you stand for God and you suffer persecution, and He said that all that live godly would suffer persecution, we're going to face some things. We're going to go through them. That's just part of it. He said in the world we have tribulation, but in Him we got peace. Be of good cheer. He's overcome the world. What have I got to fear? That's what He's saying right there. What have I got to fear in this world? What have I got to have? One care of what this world could do to me. They could take me out here and just beat the dickens out of me. And if they take me, I don't need to fear man that can destroy this body. But I need to fear God. Which can destroy both body and soul in hell. How, how do you think? And you know I think about him a lot. And I don't care if I preach him a lot. I'll keep preaching it until I die. Stephen stood. How do you think he stood in boldness? Preached in love. While he was getting gnashed on, while he was getting beat down with stone, how do you think he preached that way? Boy, I, I bet you not, he had the face of an angel. And there he was, suffering for the cause of Christ. Well, that ought to be our heart today. Can you imagine getting beat down like that and being able to have the face of an angel and falling asleep? conscience our own internal knowledge of who we are we know if we're suffering for what we're doing good or what we're doing bad we know we know when I'm low when I'm down when I, when I just say, seem like I can't get a hold of God first thing I want to do is blame the church I want to blame who's sitting on the other side 
I won't blame who's, 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 who said this and who said that and who's done it. And when I get down and when I get drugged down and, and all them things like that, first thing you want to do is blame somebody else. And we think we're suffering because of somebody else. No. Oh, God, it's me. And it ain't for good. It ain't for His sake. It's for mine. My own evil doings. It goes on down. It says, "For Christ also has once, Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit." <laughs> Ain't that something? Boy, he didn't deserve it, but we did. But he took it for us. The just for the unjust. It says, By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient, when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was, pre- was, was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. You know what? I never really thought about that until I got to reading this. Saved by water. I got to thinking about that and how he talked about how John told him that there is one comes that wasn't going to baptize with water with the Holy Ghost. What saved me and you from this world? We're saved by the Holy Ghost of God. Coming by, calling our name. And when we entered into the ark of safety, the Holy Ghost of God lifted us up. Above the destruction of this life. Hey, there was a whole lot of suffering going on in that day over there. But you know what? There's eight souls. Hey, they got saved by water. They got lifted up. They got took out. And what this world was a suffering in. This world was suffering for its own evil doings. But God's people suffered just a little while for the name of God. Could not get past that. It's good evidence I would tell if it's, a, if it's of us or if it's of him. He said, happy are ye. Can you be happy in your suffering? When you look out of here like your mama did, when she, took, when she quit that little hard man, she lived a hard life that didn't even want to read the Bible, didn't even want to take her kids to church. I think about your testimony a lot of times. She might have suffered under the hand of her husband. She might have faced some persecution, but you know what she does? She's coming out in a blessed hope of a Christ that is resurrected from the dead. That he conquered everything in this world, and she's able to pray for some youngins. That they get lifted up and get brought out. She had a hope. I mean, you've got a hope. You want to know how we can rejoice? In the day we live in. Look where Satan looked. Look where they that went on before us, Father. That preached this gospel with a smile on their face. When they knew half the congregation hated their guts. They could still preach in the Spirit. They showed up for church every Sunday. And when some was wishing that they'd quit. Hey, how'd they do that? They kept rising me. On the one that's standing on the right hand. 
shouldn't have suffered because of my sins. He bore my sin, my transgressions, and because of him, I can rejoice in what little bit of sufferings that I'll go through, what little bit of pain I'll bear. Hey, I can rejoice because I can look forward to a day when I'm going to lay this whole incorrupt, lay this corruptible down, and split out the incorruption one day. I'll try my best to get through this. I'm just trying to teach a little bit. It says, which sometime, which sometime were disobedient, and once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few that is, eight souls were saved by water. That like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. <laughs> he ain't talking about water. <laughs> Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. Listen, how can we have a good conscience toward God? By the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I was getting lifted up by that Holy Ghost. That's by that Spirit getting you past what this going on in this world. That's where you can get your eyes on something besides what's going on around you. By the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto Him. They have a thing in this world that can kill They have a thing in this world that can destroy you. They ain't a thing in this world. They, they ain't a thing outside of this world. They ain't a power. They ain't a principality. They ain't a chapter he says for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh arm yourselves likewise with the same mind for he that for he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from his sin from sin that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men but to the will of God what, what did Christ come to do the will of the Father. We need to arm ourselves with the same, the same mind that Christ had to do the will of the Father. To lift up the name of His Son. And if we get in that same mindset, then we're armed. There's people today, they, 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 we, and I do, we, we have things around our house to protect our household. We're armed. You come in there and I'll tell you it's a bad day. 
church somewhere right about where Mark is. Let's go back there. Said Ernest wanted to come up. We're foot washing. Why we have foot wash? For a while. That little old man got sitting there on the pew about that right there. You want to talk about something ugly? We went to unwrap and the man just exhausted his feet. They're going to speak crippled up, toes turned in. Sit there. You want me to tell you something about a child of God? Hey, it don't matter what we suffer through down here. We'd be happy. I thank God tonight I feel like a wordy. I'm happy. Oh, praise God Almighty. Whatever comes against me, I've got Jesus. I've got a mind of Christ. I don't want everybody to have it. Suffering for her, he's suffering for Christ. We've ever one watched some of them go out of here like that. Had a mind to Christ. They wasn't suffering because of their evil doings. He suffered for the name of Christ. I'm trying to move on. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excessive wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries. Wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excessive right, speaking evil of you. 
Who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? There's a lot of times, boy, when the Lord turns your life around, they wonder why you ain't running with them no more, David. They wonder why you ain't out there no more. But I'm thankful. Who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For, for, for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the Spirit. You know why the gospel's preached unto every man? So that they'll come to it. It's not just words thrown around there. It ain't. God sends His word out with a purpose. He sends it out with a mission. He said, but, but the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. You can bear with me. I just want to read all this down to get where I'm trying to go. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, Think not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Listen, but rejoice insomuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. <laughs> did you listen to that? I hope you did. He said, he said, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, which is to try you. There's some fiery trials coming put God's people's way. He said, He said, when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be, or excuse me, baby, back up, as though some strange thing happened unto you. You know what? We'll go through a trial, Bobby. Something will come up against us. comes my way. He said rejoice. <laughs> hey, hey, but rejoice in so much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings that when His glory shall be revealed ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. <laughs> if ye be reproached for the name of Christ there it is again happy are ye for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. That's a hard thing to take sometimes. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> but Lord, let us rejoice, Earl. Oh, when it comes against you, and you just feel like saying, I'm done, Earl. 
I'm ready to throw in the towel, just give up. They praise God, I'm a born again child of God on my way home. There's a God in heaven, loves me enough to die for me. There's a God in heaven, got his face spit on. There's a God in heaven, got his beard plucked out. There's a God in heaven, laid down his life for me. There's a God in heaven, stretched out his arm and let a nail through the palms of his hands. There's a God in heaven, had a spear through his side. There's a God in heaven, loved me enough to suffer where that I didn't have to. <laughs> my old fiery trials ain't nothing oh he bore the weight of the whole world he bore not my troubles not just my suffering but he bore every man every woman every boy every girl everyone that's ever grew up breath Let none of you suffer. Now here we go. Remember, remember what I told you. Why are we bearing pain? Why are we bearing the troubles that we do at the time? Those hurtful things. And is it for the glory of God? Or is it for our own evil doings? Now listen to this. Connie, as you said our poor church. Told you I'm going to try to take the time. I'm going to try to hurry to the best I can. But the Lord don't want me to say it. I ain't going to say it. Come said before church, you stack up all your sins. You have to see how high it's stacked. You see, I'm going to read through some things right here. And each one of us sitting here is going to say, well, I've never done that. That's the first thing we do. Cindy, we'll look. Well, I ain't never murdered nobody. In that particular part, I ain't never committed adultery. I ain't never worshipped idols. I ain't never stole nothing. My boy ain't that this way of us. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something. You see where I'm from I have a good conscience? I'm gonna tell you about some fellas that didn't have. Take the time here just a minute. They brought a little old woman that's caught in a very act of adultery out there and they throw her down at Jesus' feet. What you gonna do with her? She's a coward. There's a law and it says she should be stolen, Jesus. What you gonna do? She got down there. Look at her in the dirt. She looked up and he said, Then he just without sin cast the first stone at her. I'm going to get into some of this here in just a second. It's going to get really right down at home with every one of us. You know how many men left our chair? Guilty in their own conscience. They didn't have a good conscience. Their own internal knowledge of good and wrong, right and wrong. They had a knowledge. They knew they just as guilty as she was. When we come in here and we get to looking around. David looks at Mark. And Mark looks at Connie. Connie looks at me. I'm going to tell you what you can find some faults. You can find it in there. Get your eyes off of each other. And you look at him. You look up there, you'll find no faults. You'll find no wrong. But the only thing you'll see, you'll be looking into a holy looking glass. It'll bring the finger right back at you. And you'll see what nailed him to the cross. You'll see what caused him to have to suffer. But what you're looking at in the mirror every day. Well, let me get on down here just a little bit. But let none of you suffer as a murderer. Now you, I'm, I'm just going to give you these here. Because I, I, I just wrote them down where I could tell them to you. A murderer, a person who unlawfully kills someone. You can look over uh, 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 in, in First John. And he says, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. 
Boy, ain't we guilty? Ain't we guilty? We look and say we ain't. Actually, I've never took another man's life with my physical hands. But how many times have I healed? How many times have I destroyed somebody else's testimony? My hatred. How many times have I hindered in God's work and murdered? Why do we suffer? Why do we suffer sometimes? We're only It ain't it ain't suffering for Christ sometimes. Might be because we've committed murder. He said not to suffer as a murderer. He said, or as a thief, or as an evildoer. You know, a thief, he said, a lot of times he said he said he might have tries to come up any other way get into the sheepfolders as a thief and a robber. How many times is there people sitting in our midst that's trying to get in on their good works, trying to serve God by how, how good they are? That there's a thief. He's trying to get into the sheepfold another way. There's only one way. His name's Jesus. An evil doer. And we know all that covers a multitude of things. How guilty are we? Or a busybody in other man's matters. And the boy there's there. How many times I worry too much about somebody else? Don't worry about what you got going on, what you're doing. I'm not worried about me. How am I going to help? Get the boat out of my brother's drive, get the beam out of my brother's drive, and I got motion. I can't help nobody like that. Why should I like to stick my nose in? Is that the way of us? That's human nature. I'm using me. You know what it causes, Cheryl? Unnecessary suffering. Suffering as an evildoer. Not suffering for the name of Christ. You know what it causes, Mark? We ain't able to rejoice. And we ain't happy. Spreads trouble, Connor. Causes a multitude of it. Murders, thieves, busybodies, evildoers. Every one of us has Not one of us no different than another. I've got the tendency for every one of those things right there. And he tells us not, you know why he said not to suffer as him? Because he knows us. And he knows what our nature is. He knows what our tendencies are. There's no need for suffering because of that. We need to be suffering for His name. Why? So He be getting glory. Listen to this. Preacher, what's going on in the church? God sent His word and I'm preaching it. <laughs> That's what's going on. That's <laughs> what the Lord laid on my heart tonight. I want us to suffer for the name of Christ. God has been blessing us, church. And the very last thing I want to see come in here, Aubrey. The very last thing God wants to, I won't even put my name in it because I promise you I didn't come up with the message. One good suffering for our evil doing. And I'll be suffering for the name of Christ. You know what? We'll prevail. They know we'll see souls saved for that. We'll see what to preach on the other night. Christ high and lifted up. And he said what? If he's lifted up, what's he going to do? Draw. draw all men. He'll draw. He won't be shoving. He'll be drawing. 
we're suffering for the cause of Christ, then you know what that's doing? That's lifting him. That's lifting him. He said, but let, let's see, let's find where I was at. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Now I know we're in a church. We call this the house of God. I'm going to tell you what, though this earthly house of this tabernacle be dissolved, let me tell you what dwells in this house right here. God. You know what dwells within me? The Spirit of God. You know where judgment's got to begin, Conley Freeman? Right here at this house. Right here. I look, I look this in the face, and I've got to start judging this right here through the Word of God and wondering and asking myself, why are you suffering and what are you suffering for? You don't even do it for the cause of Christ. We have a good conscience if we do it that way. Because we've got an internal knowledge. You can say all you want to about me, Cheryl. You can, you can call me this, you can call me that. You can go around, you can post me all over Facebook <laughs> if you got it. And you can just rip me, you can rip Colin, you can rip Mark, and you know what? You got a good conscience. I know who I am. I know who I serve. And I'm going to keep my eyes on him, and I ain't going to listen to what nobody else says. And if it's a stone that comes my way, it might hurt a little bit, it might stay a little bit, but you know what? I'm going to keep that face of an angel. And I'm going to be happy. I'm going to have a good conscience. I want to know where I stand. I want to know what I've done. That's what's going to matter. Because at the end of it, we're going to be judged by this word and we're going to stand before God and not another. And to be able to see things prosper. Do you understand what I'm getting at tonight through this? And I'm right back to Stephen. Right back to the apostles when they got beat over there. And they, and they went out and they, and they rejoiced that they suffered for the name of Christ. That they took a beating. That they took all these different things. Never knowing when somebody's going to snatch them up for them. They went through all these things. For what reason? It ain't far after that that you find old Stephen. They're going over there. And they preached unto them. And they stoned him. And they took him. It ain't far after that that you find that there's a young man named Saul standing over there that was consenting to every bit of that. Let him lay his cut their coats down at his feet when they stoned him. It ain't far after that that you find him walking on the road to Damascus. Yeah. And boy, there was something over there. I believe ever since the day. And now, hey, listen, I'm just telling you, that's the one that's recorded is when Stephen preached that message before, before Saul. But I will tell you what, he persecuted and he, he stood right there for probably a many of other that got beat, that got stoned, that got killed. And I'm going to tell you, I believe every message you ever heard, I believe every Christian you ever watched with a smile on their face, <laughs> I believe every time that he stood there and he had the papers in his hand and he went to serve in the warrants, I believe every time, I believe he never forgot the face of those that he put down over there. And those that he thought he was destroying and he wondered, what have they got? What's that on the inside of that man? It makes him smile. It makes him rejoice. That makes him happy when he's suffering. We got an account of Stephen. I guarantee you there's a many other folks down in the heart of Saul that he saw suffer and happy in the midst. And then there was a day old Saul got brought down on the road to Tarsus. He made his way blindly down to the house of Ananias. 
they thought he was From that day forward, he was willing to suffer, wasn't he? From that day forward, it was no more about Saul. From that day forward, in Paul's life, it's a change made that man. He got a new name, didn't he? Not just a new natural name, but he got a new name all over that country over there. Oh, he wasn't that old, that old Pharisee that was persecuting the church no more. No, he was that saved man that was preaching the gospel. Hey, that one that was willing, just like the many he had cast down into prison, that one that was willing to go there. That one that was willing to face the beast. That one that was willing to face the beatings. That one that was willing to go down to his grave. Go find it. Jesus Christ. Over. I'm getting ready to go there in a minute. I ain't talking about heaven. I'm talking about in the scripture. Hey, I may be getting ready to go on home. I don't know, too. That'd be all right, too, but Lord's will. I'm going to finish this chapter here. Listen to this. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to Him in well-doing as unto faithful a faithful Creator. I hope your soul's committed. If you're saved, it should be. It is. I'm going to back up read one more thing here and then I'm going to turn over to Romans. Another, another verse two back over here in, uh, in uh, uh, Acts that I want to read. This is, this is Peter again back here. He says, says then Peter, and uh, it's on back up in the 29th verse. Then Peter, this is before they had stood before Gamaliel. He said, then Peter... And the other apostles answered and said, this is when there's a telling them not to be preaching in this name no more. And said, we ought to obey God rather than men. <laughs> the God, what give them their boldness? I want you to see this right here. What give them their boldness? What made them able to stand? He said, the God of our fathers raised up Jesus. Our three, three little old words raised up Jesus. <laughs> Whom ye slew and hanged on a tree. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are his witness of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost whom God hath given to them that obey him. When they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them. Why? Why can we smile? Why can we shout? Why can we be happy in the midst of suffering? God raised him. He's raised him from the dead. We can rejoice in that. I'm telling you, just, just preach on and on and on, but I'm going to uh, go read the 8th chapter. I, I know you all know this, but read the 8th chapter of Romans, all of it at some point. But listen, listen here in this. It says, I'm going to start about the, man, I don't know, I want to start all the way up in there. Yeah, just listen to this. It says, but if, uh, I'm going to start in 10th verse. But if, and if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. You don't care about this old dead thing no more. You're, you're living for that that's alive down on the inside. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also, listen, quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Preacher, how can I go through and how can I face the trouble I'm going through? What, 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 how do we arm ourselves, Mark? The mind of Christ. The same thing to do the will of the Father. The mind of Christ. That's how we arm ourselves. Now listen to this. 
He said, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, if you're born again, child of God, CD, he said, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken. That means to be made alive. Your mortal bodies, that that he just called dead, that that he just called dead right up there, that spirit is life. He said, and it will quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. How can we go through the sufferings? How can we face the persecutions through that spirit that dwells in you? That same mind of Christ that he said to arm yourself with. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. But if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Now listen, the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified with Him. Ain't that wonderful? Listen to that. And here's a scripture I quoted a lot. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. This old natural man's just just vain. It's empty. But I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, for by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. This old vain thing you're looking at had a spirit that moved in it that gave it hope. Not from a flesh, but from a soul. I've got something to look to, and I realize that the sufferings of this so present time ain't even worthy. They're not even not even there to be compared to the glory one day that shall be revealed within us. How did Stephen face the stones? How did all these other martyrs down through the Word of God face face beheading, face being sawn asunder, face being pulled apart, face being sewed up in, in, in animal skins and tortured? How did they face those things? With the mind of Christ. With a good conscience. Rejoicing and happy. One of these days. When those things comes our way. We've got hope. He goes on down in this. Hope that's seen. It's not hope. We ain't going to see it with our eyes. So we ain't even going to feel it in our natural flesh. It is. It is corrupted. Put on incorruption one day. This year's going to suffer. It's going to face trials in this life. And I got a mind of Christ. I know, David. There's something better. I'm leaving one day. And I'm going home. I live to be a hundred. I, I, I really pray. God gives me more years to preach the gospel and to spread it if time tarries. I really do because I want to do His work. I, he's worthy of it. He's worthy of it. That while I have time, no, I don't want. I don't want a hundred years so I can just live and enjoy this world. I want a hundred years to preach Jesus. I want another day to tell them boys I work with Jesus loves you. I want another day to preach to this world. That there's a God that loves them. And that they can have exactly what I got and they can joy in their sufferings. And they can have hope beyond what this world's got to offer them. I thank the Lord tonight for His Word. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm sure. Well, I started to say I'm sure these men could have done a better job of that. But I'm going to tell you what. The Spirit preaches and I did. And ain't nobody going to do no better than Him. <laughs> I'm nothing. I know what I am. I could get up here within myself and you would have heard a big old gong. But this is through the Spirit. It's through the Spirit. I love you tonight. I love you and I appreciate you.